0: Welcome to the Green Element Podcast, where business and sustainability come together. Okay. Hi, Richard. Um, thank you very much for joining the Green Element Podcast. Um, so, tell us a bit about your business and what's your purpose and who you work with.
1: Okay, thanks, Will. Lovely to see you this morning. Um, the company was started in 1974 uh, by my father. He, um, he started off as a, as, a, as a tire man, and then the progression was into automotive batteries. Uh, since then, we, we su- sort of supply batteries for pretty much everything.
0: Watches, blocks, cars, lorries. <laughs> <laughs> the, joys, the joys of actually interviewing real people in the real world with a real business. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, as, as I was saying, we supply batteries for cars, motorbikes, watches, pretty much everything, really. We even, we even build packs for portable power supplies, you know, drills or that type of thing.
0: Okay. And are they rechargeable? They, are they the rechargeable types? Or, I mean, are they, are they, is there a difference when you make them, the difference between rechargeable and non rechargeable? Or, um, I guess, I, yeah
1: okay, we we do both. We do we do what they call primary cells. And the reason they're called primary cells is because when they were when they were first invented the, the secondary cell, they charge batteries with the oh well, I'm making a mess of this. They charge batteries with the original battery with the, they, they built primary cells and they charge rechargeable batteries with that. And then flattened it, recharged it with another set. So you've got primary and secondary s- cell. Uh, okay.
0: Does that make uh, sense? So
1: you yeah. didn't use electricity because they've got no mains electricity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it just basically just flattens it down as it's char- shot so use So they use one battery
1: to charge another battery. Right. So they use the primary cell to charge the
0: secondary cell. Okay. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, so tell us what your business superpower is. Staff. Okay. The staff, the staff are our
1: superpower. Without, without the the team, the business is nothing. We can't, um, exist. And, um, they are the experts within the company. I know lots about batteries,
0: but they do too. So, so combined, um, it's them right that makes that makes a huge amount of sense um because it's yeah because it's them that's making the product isn't it it's them that's actually um empower not empowering the you know, they, you know we're empowering their knowledge is what i was going to say but it is kind of you, when you're making something and you're um building it and then you're sending it out there it's yeah it's yeah that makes a lot of sense
1: i think i think the other thing is we all pull in the same direction we go a long way to make sure that we've got company principles right, that we've got mission statement right, so that we're all doing the same thing. Okay. So all the, all the green, all the corporate responsib- social responsibility, uh, the team will have input into.
0: So can you tell us a bit about how you engage um, your staff and suppliers and customers with your mission and purpose?
1: To start with, we, we're, um, we're a lean company, so we work on, on the, on, we work on, I hope you can, I hope you can do any of this. I can do. <laughs> uh, we, we adopted about five years ago, a system of total um, quality, which has been developed by a guy in America called Paul Akers, called Two Second Lean. And it's about everybody in the company making a two-second saving every day. And so all those little savings make, make the whole a lot better. Um, because we do that, because we focused on improving everything, and everybody's improving everything, we've pulled together as a team, because we're all going in the same direction, and... The company all becomes better.
0: Okay, so do you have regular team meetings then, or um, company meetings? How does how does that? Work? How do you communicate with each other?
1: Okay, so um, every every morning for half an hour, we do what we call three sweeps, sweep, sort, and standardise, where we either clean. Uh, tidy things and that might be everything tidying from a spreadsheet to a, to a um, untidy desk and then standardize so we're trying to make sure that everybody's using the same system so um, for example in the whole of the company we all use the same sort of floor cleaner for example right um, so everything everything's a standard.
0: Okay. A bit, I don't know. No, that makes sense. Um, and
1: so, so sorry, then then what we do, we, we have a meeting but probably takes another half hour. So I take an hour <laughs> all the staff take an hour out of the day to basically work on the company.
0: And that's um, every Monday.
1: No, every day.
0: Oh, every day. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay.
1: Every day, you know? And in, in that meeting, we talk about where we've gone wrong, <clears throat> where we've gone right. We praise each we praise each other for things that do, are worth praising. Mm. Uh, we look at mistakes and see how we can gain from them. We look at things we've done well and see if we can do more of them.
0: Okay. Uh, okay that's um yeah that's really that's really useful i think for um it's that communications isn't it talking to talking to staff on a regular basis and um also being involved with the company on a regular basis, so therefore you are very much you're you are with the company you're working with the company, you're not working against it or um you know for it you' are working with with the business because um, it's that buy-in, it's that w- wanting to work um, inside the business for the business's benefit is how it helps a business overall, really. I think it, it certainly
1: brings us all together as a team. Mm. And it, it appears mad that I should take everybody's day and take an hour out of it to uh, work on the business. But it worked for us. Yeah, and it, it empowers the staff, and it grows the staff.
0: There's a really good book called "Reinventing Organizations" that um, talks about tier, talks about the different stages of businesses and um, where we've come from within business and organizations, and where we're going towards. And to cut a long story short, a part of that um, is what you've just mentioned um, within it, within um the the final tiers of organizations because i mean it all just sounds it's like like you almost exasperatingly said it's not rocket science it's (laughs) you know this is this is kind of the way it is and i think that's why it works for you it's because um you know that it just makes an awful lot of sense
1: yeah but you know from the outside Mm. We've probably got 20 staff. So we've got, we're taking 20 staff every day, I've got 20 hours a day mm. working on the business. That's very powerful. Yeah. But it looks a bit frightening, isn't it? Yeah. You know, taking 20, 20 hours out of your production every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know we've got a, um, we do time um, timekeeping and ti- well, time, well, timestamp. And we, it, Expect of all of us, or particularly most people who working um, for the business rather than me who's working on the business, it's 60, I think it's 63, 64% um, billable hours. Which actually equates to what 36%, um, 26% um, of your time working on the business. It's um, which is probably pretty similar to where, where you are. With that, no, and, no, no. and we're a consultancy, so therefore it's, there's lots of questions that you're fielded that aren't within the remit, etc. so therefore that's all added on to that um, and within it. So um, when it comes to running an ethical and sustainable business, what has been your biggest struggle so far? And can you tell us a bit about how you've overcome it? I don't,
1: I don't know that we've... Um... I don't know that we particularly had that much of a struggle. If you look at the um, the green side, or ethically being green, um, if you if you aren't, which I am, I try and yeah, try and be green because I I think that it's our world, and why would we? Why would you want to break it? But if you look at the ethos around let's cut our carbon footprint it actually saves money mm. well why wouldn't you want to save money even <laughs> if you want to even if you want to damn the world why do you want to why do you want to spend money to do it I, I, so, so from that point of view that's that's really easy
0: yeah
1: um why else ethically we we do um quite a bit of corporate social responsibility We help. um, I don't know. We do some work with the local college, Portland College, that's for people with um, learning difficulties generally, disabled people. Um, But but it's rewarding. So somebody said that uh, the reward of doing what you're doing is the doing. And, and and so there, there's a reward. Well, you know, if if I am running an ethical company, and that's not perhaps where the focus was, I think that you've got to help your customers and all the people around us are our customers. We tend to we tend to try and help people around locally. Um. But it's rewarding.
0: It's not difficult. Yeah. It's not. So um, I don't know that I've got money challenges. It's easy. <laughs> I it's easy. love it. It's, it's nice. It's brilliant. I love the answer. But, um, it's funny about the saving money, isn't it? And Because um, that's exactly the same argument that we use with people that uh, don't care about the environment. Why would I bother? And it's exactly what you just said. Um, it does, for the most part, Save money. It also increases. Um, can you increase money? But you know, it it makes you leaner. So therefore, your your future decisions are more likely to be better and more in line with your business than um, previous decisions.
1: Yeah, well, I suppose. I suppose at times it helps you keep up with technology. You know, if you can put in a set of LED lighting instead of the old strip lighting.
0: Mm, Yeah. Generally,
1: probably brighter anyway. It's probably lit better. It works better. Yeah. Yeah. So so you've not only got the benefit of saving the world,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you've got the benefit of it's just better. It's brighter. I love the fact that you've just used saving the world. One of um, my colleagues, Alex, in a previous meeting, we're currently going through, a, um, not a not structured, but making sure that we've got everything in place for growth and um, and, where, and how to get to where we want to get to. And so what is it that everyone wants out of um, this business? And his comment was, I think we're saving the world. And if you, I think, I love it, the fact that you've used that twice, it's brilliant. <laughs> Um, if you could offer one piece of advice to our listeners which could help them with their purpose, what would that be? Which would help them with a the purpose, I suppose. It depends what
1: the purpose is. I think that um, sometimes you've got to go against the flow. I think that probably going against the flow is better. So if everybody's if everybody's saying... Let's not go green, then go green. Mm. Um, If everybody doesn't wear bow ties, then wear a bow tie. (laughs) And maybe you need to stand out from the crowd a bit.
0: (laughs) I think your bow tie certainly makes you do that, Richard. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Thank you. Um, can you tell us about how you approach environmental management and your carbon footprints at County Battery?
1: Yeah, we some years ago um, I'd looked at this. I was concerned about the was concerned about the carbon footprint, and we had nothing to measure it with. We had we had no there was nothing in place to measure it. Um, this was before we did Lean. And I was at a bit of a loss, and then there's a, a program came out called Investors in Environment, which we joined. And basically, they they give you a couple of students who come and look at your business, take some measurements, come back with a report, and say maybe you can do this, or if you put um, LED lighting in, for example, or if you would do a smaller fridge in or do this that and the other it would um, cut you cut your emissions so we did that um, and because of that we've got we've got a set of metrics going back five years on um, what we've saved each year and how how we've moved up the moved up the path Um, i have looked before at um, ISO 9002 i think it's probably a bit more complicated and we look complicated.
0: <laughs> do you mean, um, sorry to, um, but do you mean ISO 9001, the total quality management system, or ISO 14001, the environmental management system? Yeah, so, sorry, those are
1: correcting me. Yeah, 14001.
0: Yeah, I had a feeling you meant 14001, but you've also talked about the um, TQM model, which is the ISO 9001 model as well uh, well,
1: uh, well the 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 system that we we used is the um is uh, toyota's quality management system
0: which is what iso 9001 is built on oh yeah yeah and they actually sit uh, i mean we we don't necessarily work on businesses with iso 9000, or rather implement 9, 9001 but i have a good knowledge of it because quite a lot of businesses do have it and they sit very well together for exactly what you said previously of you save money it's lean it's you know they fit totally with each other and have although have different outcomes have similar or rather have different outcomes but similar ways of doing things in between if that makes sense
1: yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Like, like I said before, the, the, the issue to start with is you need to measure where you are. Yeah. Cause if you, if you don't know where you are, you don't know how, if you're improved or not.
0: Yeah. And that comes with absolutely everything. I think. Yeah. Is there any advice or learning you'd like to share with anyone listening to this um, podcast?
1: Yeah. Well, learning. Yeah. We have, a, we have a system at work where uh, we encourage staff to read books. Okay. So, so we we have a set of books that um, we have a set, set of books that we have a library though with, mm. uh, with a with a both an audio library and um, a hard book library. Right. Uh, we encourage staff to read books, um, and we I read books. I, read books every day i, I like to walk the dog hmm. and um, while i'm walking the dog i plug in i plug in my phone and um have an hour listening to um uh, jim collins this morning i was listening to jim collins
0: who's i don't know jim collins
1: um good to grade sorry he wrote the book "Good to Great. Okay, okay. It's it's a business book, but we have we have all sorts of things in the library. There's, there's um, everything. There's Chip uh, Paradox. There's um, there's even Mind Camp. <laughs> Just in case.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So oh. I, I think reading reading um, expands knowledge.
0: It does. And I think, um, I mean, listening to podcasts on the move and listening to audio books on the move, I've traveled a lot with work and it's just such a good way to learn, isn't it? I mean, audio yeah, I was a bit, bit. not food, a bit like, oh, um, I'd rather read a book than listen to audio books, but I've quickly got into, well oh, actually audiobooks works quite well.
1: <laughs> it is when you're on the move.
0: Yeah. It's brilliant. And podcast
1: like you say, podcasts are good as well. Mm. There's a lot of information or good stuff that
0: comes. Yeah, loads. I've learned loads from different um industry experts out there. Um actually a good one I'm listening to at the moment is um Planet Pod. They do a really good um podcast on a different subject on every podcast and it's all it's all environmental. And it's um we've actually had a um previous person Lilani who was actually on planet pod she's a client of ours and um, has been on both but um, yeah I look at have a look listen to that one they're really good actually but um, so thanks for today and thanks for sharing and imparting knowledge to our listeners is there any way that we can learn uh, more from you um, I mean have you got Have you got a website to go to? Is there there a place that we can get some more information on what it is that you do?
1: Well, website is www.countybattery.co.uk. We have a a morning meeting every morning from 9 till
0: 9.30. If you'd like to come and visit, you'd be very welcome. Is that an invite to all of our listeners, <laughs> or just to me.
1: <laughs> goes, goes to the world.
0: Goes to the world. Brilliant. I love that.
1: So come and okay. visit us. If you'd like you to know more, if you want to know what we do, if you want to watch his building backwards, if you want to see how we scrap them, how we, how we um, recycle them, if you want to see what we do with new ones, if you want to just see how to um, implement a lean culture, then... Please come and visit
0: us. You know, I will definitely be taking up on that because I know that we've got a plan to um, run. I think you're in the Nottingham area, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. And Charlie, who does our marketing, is in your area. So we've got a plan for me to come and visit, actually, and do a talk in your... So I will absolutely be taking up on that because I'd be really, really interested. We use batteries everywhere. I mean, I'm looking at my desk and I can see... One, two, three batteries, Um, just on my desk alone. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you very much for today. It's been been absolutely, yeah, it's been really interesting actually, listening to how you run your business and what it is that you're doing to help environmentally and how you're incorporating your um, beliefs to within the organization as well. So thank you, Richard. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you. It's been great. Thank
0: you. Thanks so much for listening. We created this podcast for you. So we'd really appreciate any feedback you want to give us. You can do that by rating and reviewing on your favourite podcast or for iTunes, visit www.greenelement.co.uk forward slash Apple. If you'd like to keep in touch, then we invite you to join our free Facebook community, which is everything to do with sustainable and ethical business. Lots of daily conversations, themes, and great ideas. A really great place to work and network with like-minded individuals. If you open Facebook and search for The Green Element, hit the group search f- function, we will let you right in. All of the show notes, any links, any references to the, on this podcast will be featured on our website, greenelement.co.uk. As a special thank you for listening, please head over to www.greenelement.co.uk forward slash podcast 2018 and you can pick up a free guide on how to green up and environmentalize your business or organization. That's greenelement.co.uk forward slash podcast 2018. Finally, I would like to thank Ben Chapman for writing the fantastic opening music he is an amazing artist with a phenomenal following. It was a privilege to, he said yes to even write it for us. We look forward to seeing you next week and hope you have a wonderful day.